All right. Well, good afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, Mike. Welcome to another mortgage update with Mike and Joe. Um, we're officially into our second year. I'm thankful I didn't have to do this. that. I screwed, when Batman was here last time, I, I know. kind of bumbled through it. I know. Well, um, yeah, there's no Batman uh, today, but maybe there'll be a return. Yeah. The, well, I think we need to share with the audience why there's there's no. It was actually supposed to be a turkey today. That's right. Unfortunately, That's right. the turkey is not here. It's on the Thanksgiving table. And why is that, Joe? Uh, because we did not hit our our challenge. So we had a challenge out there. Our November goal was to hit 575 followers on our Instagram. Uh, we're currently sitting at 550. So okay. fell a little we bit short of that. Um, and our YouTube subscriber goal was to get to 85. Um, I think we're sitting at about 76 at that as well. So okay. still some work to do. So we got one more month of the challenge left. So okay. we're going to set it out there. If we can get to 575 and 85 by December, mm-hmm. We may have another guest appearance for our uh, Christmas episode. Without, without a doubt, there could be uh, there could be an elf in uh, the midst. Potentially, yeah, yes, there could yeah. be. So, yeah. So for those people that do subscribe, please forward it, share it, try to get others to um, join in, um, and uh, we would welcome. You know, it's the more the merrier. Um, but I did hear before we move on that we our podcast apparently has gone international, Joe. We yeah. had three people that downloaded it from Sydney, Australia. Wow. So obviously getting big time. We're getting some we're getting some reach. So it's exciting. What do you think somebody in Sydney, Australia does with our podcast? Maybe they're thinking about moving here. I think that they might be so impressed with it that they're probably someone's looking to copy and do some Australian version of their Mortgage up, Probably, most update. likely. Yeah, I'm sure that's yeah. that's why yeah. it is. So, so Joe, the bills. Um, hold on, hold what, on. You remember, remember this guy, the the rally hat. Right? Yeah, last year I pulled yes. the rally hat out, but yeah. now, Mike, I gotta, I gotta turn. We're, we're struggling here. We're, we're gonna take all the stops. We're gonna turn the rally hat inside I think out. Anything, anything is um, this is terrible. Uh, possibly. So the bills um, are on a slide. They're on a slide. They're on a slide. They're on a slide. Backs against the wall. Yep. Not only must win this week, but change of the OC. The change of the of the of the OC. Hopefully that it can't hurt. Yep. You know, we so got some big games coming up. So my only thing is this is I'll make just one modest prediction. Will they make the playoffs? Will they make the playoffs? I mean, the optimist in me says yes. Okay. Had that being said, that will happen. Starting this week, and if they do not turn the ball over, if they simply do not turn the ball over, they'll win games. I think they'll win games. Yeah. So that's I it. I like it. Okay. I like it. All right, Joe, let's uh, press on to the task at hand. So the market update, obviously we're coming to the end of the year. Um, I'll just make a couple comments before you talk about the actual you know, stats in regards to what's going on. Um, obviously this week, favorable Small, but a favorable move with mortgage rates. Yeah, we had some uh, yeah, good what, news. What uh, caused those rates to come down? So the biggest one was uh, the CPI numbers mm-hmm. came in less than expected. Expected. Mm-hmm. Um, we are getting closer to that target of two percent inflation, uh, which inflation the Fed has down, been chasing. Okay. Um, so some optimism out there that the Fed is done hiking interest rates. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had retail sales come in lower than expected as well. Um, so a couple big pieces of news this week and unemployment numbers came in higher than expected. So, right. um, those three pieces have kind of shifted those rates down to now where I think I saw six high six, um, 
last earlier in the week. Right. Exactly. So, so yeah, yeah, we're moving in, in the right uh, direction. Again, there's no guarantee of this, but the prediction going into the the new year, to your point, is that kind of the Fed is definitely on a, a long pause, and if and if this inflation continues to come down, we'll probably see rates continue to slide a bit more. Yeah, so. I mean that's great news as we head into the new year, yep. um, especially for you know those buyers looking to take advantage of uh, the Home Buyer Dream Program, yep. which launches in, at the beginning of January this year, January eighth. Right. Yeah. So you could potentially go under a contract now right. with an end of January close date and take advantage of the new and improved twenty thousand dollar. Exactly. Home buyer dream grant. That's so. huge. So, Joe, that being said, so what's going on with the market? What happened uh, in October? So, interestingly, in October, so in September, if you recall, we were in Monroe County and surrounding, we were about 8.3% over ask. Mm-hmm. Um, in October, that number went up to mm-hmm. almost 12% over ask. So, a little bit less inventory on the market, a little maybe a few more buyers in the market. That competition increased a little bit. Um, you know, one four six zero nine, which is the you know East Arundacoit, um zip code, Seven, was our most popular zip code. In, we had ten transactions there in um, October, and that it's was active. Active, and that was twenty two and a half percent over list. Really? Yep. Okay. Um, and then the one four six one six was the next most active. We had seven transactions there. Um, that was 18.68% over list. That's the Charlotte area. Sure. Um, and uh, what's the other number that stuck out to me for Monroe and surrounding is as you get into those higher price points, you know, the $300,000 plus price points, the highest over list there was 5.62%. And the lowest actually was there was one that was under uh, list in Victor in Ontario County, um, 3.04% under. So in that higher price point, that percentage over list is, is has come down quite a bit. Um, and, uh, you know, so that, that's an interesting. Angle. What about in Syracuse, Joe? In the Onondaga County and surrounding, um, last month we were 0.58%. So pretty much flat. Okay. Um, this in October, we were 1.83% over, um, the highest being 20% over list. Um, and, uh, you know, when you look at again those higher price points, same same thing as what's going on in Monroe and surrounding. They're just yeah. not as not as big of a gap over that list price. Um, maybe because prices have kind of stabilized in that price range, whereas you know we're still seeing the houses being listed and the demand being a lot lower because of rates being where they are, and demand being a lot higher still in those lower lower price right. points. Okay, thanks, Joe. All right, so so Joe, obviously, what we've been doing uh, each month is we've been talking about some of the GRB. Power tools. Yep. I got to so, see if I can get a Buffalo Bills hard hat. The segment would be good. That would be good. Right. Yeah. A power tool, maybe with a little drill. Right. Um, so obviously we, we rolled this out where we wanted to make certain that, you know, there are specific, you know, tools that we have designed, products that we have uh, designed, programs that we designed to help the realtor list more and sell more homes. Yep. So, so about a year and a half ago, um, we rolled out rate relief. And as you recall, Joe, rate relief was GRB's response to when rates really started to shoot up fast. Um, And everybody believed that rates would would come back down within like the next year or two. We wanted to give um, our, our clients not only a reason to come to GRB, but when rates do drop and they do take advantage, when they refinance that loan, GRB uh, picks up most of 
the closing costs so they can close with very little money out of their own pocket. Right. So, um, and that's been really well received. Absolutely. So now we're excited. So we just rolled out Rate Relief Plus this this past month. And again, that program dovetails well with Rate Relief because what we're, we're doing is basically we are doing what's called a lender funded where GRB is, is funding a buy down account so that the actual payment is computed 1% below their 30-year fixed rate note rate. So, um, so for the first year. For, for the first year, correct. Yeah. So that can really save folks for in that first year, you know, depending upon their loan size, several hundred dollars a month that they can use towards other bills, other debt, and um, we're off to a great start. Yeah, with, that, with that, that program's really hit the ground. And um, that lender-funded buy-down, what happens is, a portion of, of that money or that difference in payment, let's say it's $200 a month, $2,400 uh, uh, goes into an escrow account. And every month for the first year, the borrower makes their payment $200 less what their actual payment is. Mm-hmm. And $200 comes out of that escrow account and makes that payment whole. And then what happens is if the if the borrower does refinance, um, if there's money left in that escrow account, it just gets credited to their payoff. So they never mm-hmm. lose that money. It just gets right. credited to their payoff uh, when they do refinance. Um, so if rates did drop in six months, they could take advantage of the rate relief, get the low cost refi, and they're going to get that credit towards their payoff um, when they close as well. And, you know, with, like you said, you we have student loan payments coming back in the mix. Um, you know, home heating costs are higher in the winter, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, sure. you know, having those lower payments, you know, when you first get in the house or two, you know, if you're um, carrying two mortgages for a short period of time, why mm-hmm. not have that lower payment for the first year? Right. And, um, you know, it's, the response has been great to that and um, continue, continue to see that, that product uh, grow. That's great. That's great. Good stuff. So, Joe, we also rolled out this month a promotion for veterans. Can you tell the, the folks a little bit about that? Yeah. And we've done this in the past and, and we, we love doing this because it's something to give back um, into the community and, and, you know, for all VA loans, VA applications that we take uh, between now and the end of the year, um, there is, uh, we're waiving the cost of the, the appraisal. Um, mm-hmm. So GRB will cover that cost of the appraisal. And, um, you know, it's not something that we collect at closing. We just cover that cost. Right. And um, it, it's a great uh, way to give back. Yeah. It's a small way to say thank Thank yep. you to them so as well. So, Joe, as we, you know, the other thing we're going into this time of year, you mentioned obviously the Home Buyer Dream program is coming back. It's starting much sooner this year, but just kind of give everybody a sense of because there's so many um, different options and grant programs out there. What's the what's the best way for the realtors that are listening to this to, to learn more so that they can use them in the most effective way to generate more sales. Yeah. I mean, number one, reach out to your loan officer, right? Mm-hmm. They'll, they have all this data at their fingertips, but um, just to, uh, you know, there's a lot of money out there right now mm-hmm. for, for housing and um, the city of Rochester recently increased their grant from three to $6,000. Mm-hmm. Home buyer dream, as I mentioned, is going from 10 to 20,000. That's starting in January. Mm-hmm. Typically starts in March, April, so three months earlier. Maybe again, take advantage of a little bit slower market before it hits spring. Um, and then the Sunny May program, which is we've done quite a few of these transactions, um, where the homeowner can get up to thirty thousand dollars in a grant um, towards the purchase, down payment, and closing costs. And 
you know, with only contributing 1% right. of their own money into the transaction. So that's huge. I mean, that's basically covers. You're not coming, you can right. get in with your 1% and not come out of pocket for anything else. And, that's big. Um, that's, a, that's a great program. Um, and uh, that's been off to a good start. They did have $10 million for that. Um, I haven't seen an update yet from them as far as how much money is remaining, but mm-hmm. we're, keep, we're keeping a close eye on that just to be sure that we don't have any surprises that right, right. Money, money runs out. Um, so, you know, between those three programs, that's that's $56,000. Somebody, if you combined all three of them, could get towards the purchase of a home. That's huge. That's huge. So, um, and then there are some exciting changes coming um, for next year with another grant program that we do, which we'll hopefully be able to talk about in the next episode. Exactly. So, so, um, so each podcast, Joe, we kind of do these um, myth busters. You know, and obviously there's a lot of, you know, um, myths out there, particularly in the real estate mortgage environment, and and one is uh, around servicing loans you yep. know we get a lot of questions from you know you know clients does grb service you know their own loans or do they sell them and and the quick answers as you know joe we we do both yep. um and i think it's important we want to try to to explain um kind of the 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 background on that but also once we've done that it's is to explain you know that servicing um no lender can guarantee for the life of that loan that they're going to service it for ever. And I think it's important that people understand the kind of the, the background on it. So you want to kind of share with. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when, when you back it up a little bit, it's really important to understand the why, mm-hmm. um, you know, we are a bank, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't have an infinite supply of cash. Mm-hmm. Um, so the purpose that a lot of banks sell their mortgages is so that they can reinvest, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're able to sell your mortgage off to an investor that's willing to buy it or Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. You get that capital back so that you can write the next loan and mm-hmm. continue to invest in your community mm-hmm. um, or the communities that you serve. And so that's, you know, one of the key reasons why a lot of banks do that is, right? You, you, you originate the loan, you sell it, you get, uh, and then you can take that money and then reinvest it somewhere else. Um, and, and that's, and through another mortgage, right? Not somewhere else, you know, but through another mortgage, you can continue to do that because without that, you would run out of money and you'd be have to say, Oh, sorry, we're, we're out. We got to stop lending. Right? right. So, um, that purpose of, of reinvesting back into the community is, is why we do that. And right. there are a portion of our loans where we're able to sell to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, and we actually can retain the servicing on them. Mm-hmm. Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac actually pay us a, 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 a small fee. fee to service the loan on their behalf. Right. Um, and we do that in some instances. And really, the other reason is to, to get the best rate for the consumer, right? There's mm-hmm. times where, um, you know, banks are willing to pay more or give a lower rate than what Fannie or Freddie are willing to to give. So in and, turn, we want to give the client the best rate, or at least give that option to them. Correct. Yeah, and we uh-huh. want to give the, the customer the best uh, the best rate that we can. Right. right. So uh, being able to have those other investors that offer those lower rates um, that are lower than Fannie or Freddie, right. um, and, and, and during that time, and it, it comes, it ebbs and flows. There's right. times where uh, Fannie and Freddie is always going to be the lowest rate, and there's other times where. Um, a certain investor has an appetite for a certain type of loan, and they they're willing to offer a lower rate on that. Right. Um, so th- that's a you know a key point there as well. And then our portfolio mortgages, anything that we write on our portfolio is service. We retain the servicing on and service in house. Right. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Joe. You know, just for the folks that are listening in, um, 
we welcome any additional questions or myths that may be out there that you'd like us to, to talk about um, and address. Um, you know, the, the mortgage real estate industry, the one thing that's constant is that things are always changing. And yeah. you know, what, what we're trying to do is to keep, you know, the folks that listen into this or replay it, you know, try to keep them as current as we can, keep them as informed, you know, as we, we can. Um, so please feel free to share with us anything else that you'd like us to talk about. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, Joe, that wrapping up our um, our update and our, our podcast, I guess we'll we'll both just um, be hopeful that Sunday produces a win a with no turnovers, and yeah. uh, we'll have something more exciting to talk about. Yeah, um, I wish our entire audience, even those in Australia, happy Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. Uh, I know it's it's kind of fun. We're moving into obviously, you know, next week. Holidays start. It's a busy time of year, but it's a fun time of year as well. So, yeah. so everybody, uh, stay stay safe out there, and we'll see you in about a month. And don't forget to like and subscribe. Exactly. All right. Thank you. See ya.